was right? even like the red carpet event and they're like look yeah. it's sleeping beauty and they open the door and she just like falls Pops. flat on her face or maybe it might be like a parody thing maybe parody is it's uh, like a mix of parody and yeah. the fact that fairy tales so public domain yeah it's like yeah. Hansel and Gretel right and I'm not sure if anyone knows that this the, the original Shrek movie was made in a like a, as a protest to Disney basically right probably I can see that there was a lot because there was a lot of like disaffected DreamWorks or disaffected employees that went to form DreamWorks or something oh okay and uh, Shrek was basically them going okay we're gonna do a Disney movie but we're gonna subvert everything and just take the piss out of Disney basically oh okay um, huh. I mean Lord Farquaad was a <laughs> name was modeled after the CEO of Disney supposedly. Oh really? And we can't swear on line or on the podcast anymore, yeah. but I think you can piece together what Farquaad is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Something wild. A very tiny man. Yeah. Um, so they they did not like him. And like we watched the first movie a couple of days ago and then I watched the second movie just today and Uchi was right. This is pretty much... This is a sequel that is better than the original pretty much oh, every way, man. in my opinion. Absolutely loved um, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, are we, is, it, is this a cold open? Are we doing a cold open? I guess we're doing a cold, cold open. open. I mean, like, how do we punch Shrek, though? Yeah, I guess so. That's true. I mean, right now, we just need someone to bust through the door and start singing. <laughs> Somebody! <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi Defund the Police in Waka. Mike on the faction off. And I'm a guest speaker, Erica Tronis. I'm replacing Pam because I am the only white woman. We <laughs> <laughs> picked her up off the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. We need to have at least one white woman here. One white opinion. Someone to be the villain. Not oh, I'm not what? <laughs> Listen, oh, we goodness. did it. It took four months, multiple editions, but we finally found okay, in a blunt, so it doesn't fully work, <laughs> but still white. So. We, we found someone redneck enough. Redneck, yeah, redneck enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who can give like you know a, a female's perspective on things? So as a woman, right? Okay. The only downside is you're not older than us. So you can't. Oh use my that. goodness! <laughs> no, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the youngest. We hope Pam's listening to this. She will. Be. It's all love. I'll Pam's from a young person's perspective. Yeah, from a young person's perspective. Yeah. As a university student. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my think goodness! I'm a little more in tune with the children. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Why is that like that meme? Hello, fellow youth. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Um, the Northern Critic Podcast is a film review podcast that focuses on audience or host handpicked films based off of plot, cinematography, casting, and style. All of the review points on the films that we review are totally based off of our opinions as your hosts and our guests on the show, like Erica. And Eric has been on the show twice, so this is your third time, right? Yeah, I took a long break. Yeah, a really, really <laughs> long break. for a bit. <laughs> Hit up in the boonies for a while. Right. Because yeah. you, you were on the Birds of Prey episode. Yeah. 
And you were also on the I Lost My Body episode, correct? Yeah. Yes. Were you on a third? No, that's it. That's it? Okay, so this is your third one. Right. Uh, and on this episode, actually, this is our 40th episode. I don't I don't have big canon. 40s. It's a big 40. Big 40. 40 is the new 20, according to old people. 40 is the new 20. <laughs> according to people who aren't 20. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, good God. Anyways, this is our 40th episode, and we will be reviewing Shrek 2. We're taking it old school today. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Do you guys want me to just jump into explaining to the audience audience, the gist of Shrek 2? I guess. Uh, Every Disney movie deconstructed. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shrek 2 is a 2004 American computer animated comedy film. Directed by Andrew Adamson, Kelly Asbury, and Conrad Vernon. It is the sequel to 2001's Shrek. 2001. Yeah. Yeah. And the second. (laughs) And the second installment in the Shrek film franchise. The film stars Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, and uh, Rupert Everett. Well, with many more. Uh, Jennifer Saunders is also in it too, as Fairy Godmother. Uh, who reprised their respective, you know, voice roles of Shrek, Donkey, Fiona, respectively. That's with Mike, Eddie, and Cameron. And joined by new characters, you know, again, voiced by Antonio, Julie, John, Rupert, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Like its predecessor, Shrek 2 also parodies other films based on fairy tales and features references to American popular culture. A lot of it, actually. They made the fairy godmother a mafia boss. Yes, they basically <laughs> did. And one of the branches, one sorry, one of the bushes, uh, was actually cut to look like was it Angela Bassett or something like know. that? Ed, like Maybe. donkey, donkey said something about that. I was like, that you, we're supposed to stand next to that, yeah. <laughs> next to those bushes that look like Angela Bassett. I was like, what? The whole <laughs> so, movie has like a level of meta <laughs> stapled on top. Exactly, of it. it just doesn't really make sense, and it's not supposed to. <laughs> uh, but it was great. Uh, Basically, the premise of it is that uh, Shrek and Donkey, along with Fiona, uh, travel to far, far away to meet Fiona's parents. And as her zealous fairy godmother, they meet her zealous fairy godmother, who wants Fiona to marry her son, Prince Charming. Uh, The fairy godmother plots to destroy Shrek and Fiona's marriage, and Shrek and Donkey team up with a swashbuckling cat named Puss in Boots. Hmm. To Best character to Very foil good. her plans. Uh, this is also the movie that actually gave Puss in Bo- Puss in Boots his like debut, right? So yeah, yeah this is first. This appearance. is his first appearance, and it was great. Shrek Two premiered at the 2004 Cannes Film Festival, where it competed for the Palme d'Or actually, and it was released in theaters on May 19th of of 2004. So th- the last film that we've actually reviewed that got that got like I guess considered for Palm d'Or and one was Parasite, hmm. so they're almost putting Shrek two <laughs> on the same pedestal as Parasite. That's hilarious. <laughs> as far as two thousand and four was at the time, I guess. Uh, but I'm actually I'm not mad at that. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, it went on to become the highest grossing film of two thousand and four worldwide. Uh, Shrek 2 is also DreamWorks Animation's most successful film to date. That's till today, actually. Uh, and it held the title of being the highest grossing animated film of all time worldwide until Toy Story 3 
in 2010. So, uh, see, that surprises me. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite realize it was that big. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty much. Uh, it received swinging. two Academy Award nominations for Best Animated Feature, Best Original Song, and its associated soundtrack reached the top 10 on the U.S. Billboard 200. The sequel entitled Shrek the Third was released in 2007. And so is not discussed. No. <laughs> no <laughs> people don't talk about Shrek the Third as much. But it's also, like, it's not the her best. Fighting her tongue over here. <laughs> I it's, love Shrek the Third. Yeah, like, it's it's still entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't but seen it. Shrek 2 just was just kind of the. It, it was done. I mean, we'll get into initial thoughts. Yeah. Let's just kick that out the way. Who's going first? All right. It's been a long time since I sat through a movie and just smiled the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, this movie... First of all, when, like, when I popped the movie up on Netflix, right? I saw an hour and 30 minutes. I was like, huh, that's very short. But it was a great hour and 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so much fun. Like, this movie is well-written. The characters are lovable. The fairy godmother is such a great villain. <laughs> I likened her to my aunt. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. great. And I, I like the fact that she's not PC. I love the, when she was like, oh, all these like characters who are uh, gender confused, like, that's yeah. not okay. Oh, but a, a gender confused a, wolf. That's yeah, what yeah. <laughs> The gender confused wolf. That's not okay, but it's so funny because she's the villain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the villains get all the best lines. <laughs> They're allowed to go outside the box. <laughs> You've got. And it's like you, you laugh, but like she's still a horrible person for oh, saying she's that. Still a horrible person. <laughs> she was like ridiculous. She's great. <laughs> she has Dolores Umbridge energy. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. You've got such a kind of a wholesome, loving message at the end. You know. Yeah. Is that you got this great soundtrack, and then you got Puss in Boots. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, Puss in Boots is amazing. Like. <laughs> This movie from start to finish is great, right? Mm-hmm. Even the parts when I'm supposed to be annoyed, like I didn't like how Puss in Boots Sunny switched sides so quickly. Yeah. But I didn't care. You know what? It's I like, was totally yeah, fine I, with it. Like, I'm okay with this. It worked because of the way they were talking. Right? He was an opportunist. He was. Yeah, he he went, was so... Oh, wait a minute. I can't take this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get on his good side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is not working out. Switch sides. <laughs> but like, also... I mean, I was going to say, just throwing out though before you continue, I was going to it almost seems like the king was swindled by oh, so the bad. bartender, the ugly stepsister, because I feel like when he says he needed someone to like tackle the ogre problem, mm-hmm. they were just like, let's just give him like just a random assassin that probably just wouldn't do it, you know, or something. <laughs> And, like, would just take his money anyways. Like, I felt like she wasn't really dead serious on helping the king. She, when she's like, there's only one guy who can handle that job. I, I think the real thing is they were just setting up a really good joke. That's, yeah. Were, <laughs> yeah they also, low-key, I love the fact that the ugly stepsister is voiced by Larry King. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my goodness. That's so, yeah. True. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Probably the second best sequel I've ever watched. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that. Erica, do you want to go next? Yeah, for sure. Um, I love how Shrek always throws in jokes like for the adults that like just go over kids' heads. Kind of, it's kind of crazy because like the first time I saw it, I was so little and I missed all of those jokes. Mm-hmm. Of course, I watched it last year at work. Um, if my boss is listening, 
he retired this week, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, I really love Shrek. The jokes, just everything. It seems so simple, but you could just tell it's well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, really funny. Something you could just watch over and well, not over and over and over. I know there's like YouTube loops that are like Shrek. For 30 hours, you know? <laughs> I don't recommend that. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no. Is that, that's, that, that's, that's, that's your initial thoughts? All right, cool. Movie good. Yeah. Movie <laughs> I guess. That's, that's my yeah. thought process, yeah. basically. I got a slightly hot take for this movie. Okay. Um, the finale is awesome. Yeah. Right? I yeah. absolutely love the finale. The mm-hmm. last 30 minutes of this movie were top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not so much, I really didn't like the first 30 minutes, honestly. It kind of what happened the first thirty minutes? Not very much. Was it that long road um, trip? Yeah, the, the long Donkey. road trip. And <laughs> Are then we there yet? There was a lot of melodrama between the uh, King Fiona and Shrek. Oh, right. that that I, I yeah. kind of just like okay, let's move it along here. I get the point. I guess that was just kind of like setting right. it up. It, right, it, for... I understand that it was set up, but it honestly kind of bored me a little bit, and I was tempted to skip forward. Yeah, but you know, it it was fine. It it served the purpose, but I think they could have tightened things up a little bit there mm-hmm. because the ending was just so good. Yeah, like, the ending makes you forget the beginning. <laughs> like, the beginning dragged. The ending was so yeah. good. Yeah, so that was that was really enjoyable and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the fairy godmother is just incredible. Right? Yeah, I love how they made her sort of traditional fairy, mixed with like elements of mob boss and the way she yeah. handled people, and then her like industrial side. Right, she has this potion factory. Yeah, like when and also capitalists. Yeah, it's that, like we don't do unions or yeah. healthcare, aka Elon Musk. You don't have dental. <laughs> I was really entertained by anything that the fairy godmother was involved in. Is it Elon Musk or the Amazon dude? All of them. All of them. <laughs> like if they're worth a billion dollars, they're criminal. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, no. It was... Yeah. I... This movie just mind-blowing. I loved it. Just re-watching it again. Like I said, fairy godmother was amazing. The one key part about her personality that I guess no one has tossed in is the fact that she is just... She's that mother at school that, like, none of the other moms would like. <laughs> because she just spoils, yeah, spoils, like, the Prince Charming. Not a hot take, but she would definitely run the PTA. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, Prince Charming, like, I would assume is probably bordering, like, his mid-20s. <laughs> Let's just say early to old, mid-20s. Early 40s. <laughs> <laughs> He looked like he'd be... He, he's, he's a grown man. And he still calls his mother mummy, which is just... <laughs> just Honestly, <laughs> And she goes on to just baby him. Be like, oh, don't worry, dear. Eat your, like, happy meal or something. And I'm just like... <laughs> There's a battle axe. <laughs> like, what is happening? I love that scene. Like, Harold, look what you've made me do. <laughs> you've, I've ruined my diet. Yeah, I've ruined my diet. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, can I get this and this and this? I'm like... That's what I mean by mob body. Oh, she's gonna throw him out of the like, like flying ex- cart. It's <laughs> like what? Oh no, she's just breaking her diet. Yeah, because okay. when she looks at her like, do you want something? Oh yeah, because <laughs> she she's. I feel like she's a stress eater. They did yeah, kind of put yeah. that in because even when the factory was all blown to bits or whatever, just all messy. It's like someone get me something deep fried and smothered yeah. in chocolate. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? That, that was very relatable. <laughs> <laughs> So I love as a villain. Yeah, as a villain, she was just fantastic. 
the dynamic between Shrek and Fiona, I kind of appreciated. Uh, in the beginning, like Mike said, maybe kind of dragged on a little bit. Um, they could have definitely done things to tighten that up a bit, but yeah. I guess we'll get into that later. Yeah. But I could kind of understand that they were kind of setting the stage for, okay, you know, Fiona's family, well, dad especially, yeah. the mom was kind of okay. Uh, just doesn't like the Shrek. Mom was key, really wholesome. Yeah, exactly. Mom was such a great wholesome person. Exactly. It's like, oh, my daughter's not an ogre. Mm-hmm. I still love you. Yeah. And like plot twist, the, it turns out the dad was actually just a hypocrite because <laughs> yeah. he. And there was a lot of foreshadowing in. Yeah, so exactly. Much mm-hmm. Like remember those walks we used to do by the pond? Yeah, exactly. And like it's just, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So it's it's just kind of it was great that they foreshadowed it. They did it super well. Yeah, just Sh- Shrek. Like I don't know, everything just kind of came together because even yeah. the the fairy godmother's like card, they the teardrop away that you have to like have a teardrop on it before, mm-hmm. and then it like it takes them to like her voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> so, the fairy godmother has a voicemail on the card, which is just great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. And then we meet Puss in Boots, and it just the story just takes off, and we're getting to my best part, which is the third act. Which starts with like the cop chase, at, like from the cop chase onward. Onward, perfect. Was just stellar. <laughs> just I so love good. when they cut Puss in Boots and they're like, "He has catnip." <laughs> yeah, I never. <laughs> this is police brutality. <laughs> that was donkey. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Police brutality, police brutality." <laughs> he has catnip. It's not mine. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was hilarious! Like just out of this world. So good. Gold or when gold. they're in the guard, when they're in the factory, and the guards pull crossbows, and they're fully automatic. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. No. Your arrows being sprayed out of these crossbows. Oh my goodness! No, it was it, no. Just the jokes were pretty hilarious. good. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about this film. It was just. All around. Just, we could break it down beat by beat, yeah? I suppose. Um, yeah, I think the biggest problem with the beginning, and because I'm just attracted to diagnosing problems here, <laughs> um, was that they didn't really make the conflict between Shrek and Fiona feel natural. Mm. It was, it, like I said, I called it melodrama for a reason. It felt like they sort of made a contrived situation that mm-hmm. would drive the characters apart rather than finding something that would naturally make the characters disagree on something. Yeah. And had they done that, the second act would have been a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. That first act, I don't know what the hell you could do to fix that. that was, yeah, that I was... Think the biggest problem with that act is it comes down to Fiona and Shrek's argument stems from Harold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then by the end of the movie, we realize Harold's not a bad person. He's being blackmailed, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, say if we made Harold a genuinely bad person... Yeah, then that then, would, yeah that would have been kind of a bummer on the story though, right? Exactly, and, that's the problem. Because mm-hmm. like, let's think about it like this way, right? I hate to, because it's such a super lighthearted moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's make this like racism. Yeah, I, uh, that's kind of how I saw it. You see what I mean, right? Yeah. So it's like the we do it like in a way people understand the white girl going home for black guy. Yeah, yeah. And then the dad is that's racist. that's essentially and then there you what I see that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, because Harold's not a genuinely bad person, he's being mm-hmm. blackmailed, mm-hmm. it kind of makes Fiona and Shrek's drama look shallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I'm sorry, the, the dinner scene 
where Harold is like, well, you're an ogre, which means your kids would be, and he's like, yes, <laughs> ogres. And like, in my head, I was like, I could totally see a black person like, yes, the kids will be black. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, as I just drew those parallels. I was like, that's mm-hmm. actually hilarious. But yeah, anyways, continue with your analysis. Well, oh, yeah, yeah that's like the thing though. So Fiona and Shrek's melodrama comes from that, and it also comes from the fact that before that fight, there was no indication of Fiona or Shrek being unhappy in that situation. Yeah, he had he didn't have a single moment of Fiona being like, "Oh, I didn't wish to be an ogre." He didn't have a moment of Shrek questioning this mm-hmm. marriage at all. I would say there was the issue where like Shrek he wasn't Shrek didn't question the marriage. He just questioned, like, he kind of questioned himself as, like, as far as kind of, he saw himself as p- perhaps maybe not good enough yeah, for Fiona. On. Yeah, yeah where, like, like, that's a, more of, like, a self not I wouldn't say self-esteem issue, but more of, like, a, he just, yeah, he just yeah. doesn't feel like he's, he's, he, he feels like she could just up and leave him whenever, you know what I mean? I so. think a stronger hook in terms of, like, well, the story in general would have been to make Fiona the one who was unsure. Like, maybe mm. she was insecure that she got stuck in the ogre form or whatever. Right. And she's wondering if she made the right decision. Mm-hmm. And the end of the movie could have resolved that for her going, yes, Shrek is the right dude. Mm-hmm. But then there could have been, like, some gen... Oh, my God. So, the God forbid I come up with a love triangle here. But had Fiona actually had some conflict between Prince Charming and Shrek, I... Think that would have been a little bit more natural conflict it wouldn't even need to be she was actually attracted to prince charming just the ideal of living as a normal princess right, right? Mm-hmm. that would have been a slightly more genuine conflict i think rather than the sort of contrived situation that the movie came up with mm-hmm. so th- that's my only real complaint about the way the movie was structured yeah yeah no that makes sense uh erica you're gonna i thought you were gonna say something really? oh I wasn't, but I'm sure. Um, I guess so, because then they would go more into depth about Fiona's character. I feel like we don't, you know, they don't really say a lot about her. We don't really get to know her through the right. movie. It's not really That is true, actually. It didn't focus. For as big as a role she played, you don't really focus on her as a character that much. Mm. Yeah. So maybe that's the same for all the characters, because I don't know anything about Donkey other than he's a wisecracker, right? <laughs> Do you think the problem then falls onto the fact that well, it's a sequel, right? So maybe, mm-hmm. like, I don't remember the original Shrek that well. Right? I was trying to find a recap of it before mm-hmm. watching this. Like, yeah. is Fiona's character focused on in the first one? Like, do we get more focused on Fiona? A little bit. Donkey? Honestly, the set, the first movie had a similar problem um, in which it had the very, very tropey miscommunication sequence, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. And I don't care if it's being done to deconstruct the trope. I just don't like it. I think it's really, really clunky, mm-hmm. and it's just frustrating. Because yeah. you're looking at it going, well, honestly, this is such an easy fix, and the fact that the climax of the movie is existing in the first place because this miscommunication happened, it's tedious. Mm-hmm. I, I just find it tedious. I feel like the writers got lazy when they did that. <laughs> even, if they're, even if they're poking fun at it, right. it still feels lazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I, I would say, though one of the ways they could have maybe made it slightly better was I do I don't know who recommended that earlier about Fiona's character kind of having more of a like it, it might have been better if maybe Fiona was the character who was kind of having personal doubts about going back home with Shrek or yeah. them seeing her her parents not accepting her in her ogre form or something mm-hmm. like that 
because then you're getting again a situation where she's aware that the parents did lock her away because of the curse the ogre curse right yeah so her coming home still look like an ogre is kind of it, the purpose it's bound she should i feel like she should have known that it's bound to Backfire. raise questions from yeah. her parents to be like what happened you know and and honestly the fact that she was locked in her tower is just kind of played for kicks yeah exactly a sort of a serious issue exactly because then like you would feel like she would actually have a conversation about that yeah. too. that was a bit serious though like, yeah you put your daughter in the tower <laughs> like <laughs> why <laughs> like yeah. yo yeah, and the king goes, it was for her protection, which is just a bunch of stuff. But mm-hmm. again, it might have just been the fairy godmother who, and it's probably the fairy who godmother, orchestrated just like, all of that. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Because like, the idea was Charming shows up, wakes yeah. up, the like, <laughs> true love kiss on all I, that nonsense. I persevered through blistering winds, <laughs> rode over scorching deserts, <laughs> rode to the highest of mountains. No. Let me say it. Let me cut some off. Just repeats it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I honestly, like, other than that, like, again, the only part I can fault really is that that opening sequence. The middle was still great when Puss in Boots shows up. He kind of adds a different element to the whole Shrek he, and Donkey. He adds so much flavor to the movie. Yeah, it's actually he did. ridiculous. I <laughs> love that so hairball scene. That takes him out. Shrek picks him up by the strip and they're like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, I liked when uh, he and Shrek were pretending to like build camaraderie yeah, and just to get Donkey jealous. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, Puss has like the fake laugh to just like just agitate donkey mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so that all of that there was good chemistry there mm-hmm. it just it made sense i don't know why i can just remember the scene when they're riding off on donkey right after shred gets his new clothes and puss <laughs> falls off and starts cursing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounded legitimately vile <laughs> Because he fell off and then he picked up his hat and just started just cursing, just cursing a donkey. Okay, so because you said counting in Spanish, yeah. Vida Loca, right? The song at the very end. Yeah, I didn't notice this till Erica pointed out. Mm-hmm. But donkey really goes uno, dos, cuatro. Yeah, <laughs> he missed the three. Yeah, he missed the three. <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean, we've established Donkey is is in the most cultured of everyone mm. of anyone in that group. What accent is he supposed to have? I feel like it's a blend almost. You donkey? Yeah. Don. I mean, it's Eddie Murphy. It's I don't Eddie know. Murphy. It's like yeah, okay. he's literally it's Eddie, Eddie yeah. Murphy. His accent's <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! His accent's black. Kind of. But I, I feel like there's something else mixed in. Yeah. It's Eddie Murphy. Because yeah. I, like, I like when Puss reads like the side effects of the potion to make them look beautiful. Yeah. And he's like, oozy and like may prove to be a problem for patients with mental disorders. <laughs> and okay. Donkey is like strutting in the background. <laughs> now we're talking about the beauty potion. I want to talk about that floozy. Oh yeah, the floozy. <laughs> the floozy is when they're like, "You need to kiss your true love before midnight." Yep. I can be your true love. I can be your true love. Oh. I can be true enough. Yeah, true, true. I can be true enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I for for those listening in. So at this point, uh, in order to 
uh, show Fiona that he is indeed invested in their marriage. Shrek uh, steals a potion from the fairy godmother that's able to bring out the beauty within or something like that. It turns him into a stud. Yeah, so basically it turns him from being an ogre into this really, really good-looking human. Uh, It turns Donkey into a white stallion. (laughs) And yeah, no, so this is just... We're going on sequences just after that point, right? Which... Now that I think about it, donkey in stallion form and the horse from Rapunzel are basically the same yeah, character. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, no, it was this this was great. And you know, them overhearing the fairy godmother's plan in the tavern mm-hmm. and then the fairy godmother sticks the cops on them. <laughs> and no, that's the when they get the caught. Yeah. The knights on them. Oh. Uh and it's on TV. I like defund the knights. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also on TV because that's how the others, like Pinocchio yeah. and the rest, find out. Because they're like, oh, the ball, like the the red carpet, was too boring. They want to watch some action, and then they tune over to the cop news <laughs> and they watch a chase <laughs> in downtown, far, far away, which is basically downtown LA. Yeah. <laughs> and then just. <laughs> That's the thing that happens in America. Yeah, just televised car chases. <laughs> and then, which is actually a weird thing to think about. Exactly. And it then is. the knights tackle Donkey, and Donkey yells, "Police brutality! Police brutality!" And it's just the best. It's just it's crazy. And then Trek's yelling Fiona's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the the puss in boots with the catnip. That I didn't even pick that up too. So it was great. That, <laughs> that was something as well. And then when. Pinocchio, the three blind rats. The, the, the blind mice. The, the blind mice, sorry. Blind three rats. Blind. <laughs> three blind rats. They are really blind, though, because... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was like, are there different levels to being blind? Oh, they were blind, blind. Because what is it, like, half blind, maybe blind? There's blind, there's blind without spatial awareness. And then blind, they were all blind. over, yeah, because they... They had one of them light the match to, to, <laughs> to, to basically ignite the dynamite, and he just falls into the <laughs> into the grate. It's like, There's a lot of slapstick in this movie. Oh, it man. It was like he did it. I was like, who let him walk with the match? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Whose like, idea was this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. eats him after. Exactly. And then Pinocchio does his, like, James Bond twirling to go down and then he ends up like they actually use the James Bond thing yeah exactly was like oh wow and I then he ends or, up tying himself up in his own strings to start yeah. so he has to use his nose to kind of get the gingerbread man across to use the keys to unlock Tell the why. shackles say you're not wearing ladies panties yeah <laughs> I'm not wearing ladies panties yeah. his nose doesn't grow <laughs> and it, no, but then the, the gingerbread man goes <laughs> goes to the bind and he's like he's wearing he's wearing lingerie <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm not wearing ladies' underwear. (laughs) It's like, and the nose just keeps just growing longer. I love how the gingerbread man just like literally got his legs stapled back on after the last movie. (laughs) Which is, it was just so good. Uh, And then even after that, where the fairy godmother's wand hits Pinocchio while he's in midair, and he's like, I'm a real boy. And then later on, he's dancing like, I'm a real boy, I'm a real boy. And then it hits him again. again. He's like, ah. Uh. <laughs> like, no, he doesn't get a break. So, you have to such be a real good boy for comedy. <laughs> I mean, 
Being humans overrated. Okay. <laughs> it's just pain. Mm. Are you okay? No. <laughs> uh, even with the with the what was the huge, the huge cookie gingerbread man? I, I, name don't, again? I don't remember I his name. Remember. It was Mo- Mongo or something Mongo, like yes, that. Mongo. Yeah. Because when one of the catapults hits him with the the button, not was like, the gum yeah, Wait, <laughs> not I love the, the gumdrop button. Oh yeah, the Starbucks. He was. And then they went from one Starbucks to the other. He was pissed. <laughs> he needed Starbucks. Your disappointment when you can't get your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and also, why did the knights have milk on, like just just because as a defense the mechanism? Man has clearly pulled the stunt. <laughs> He had all the component parts ready to cast the giant gingerbread man. This is a recurring problem, Sam. This happens way too often. Because literally, when they poured the first batch of milk on the gingerbread, on the giant gingerbread, too rather much than foam. less heat, more, more foam. I was like, what? Less foam, more heat. Less foam, more heat. There we go. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? But no, that was great. Mm. Uh... There's not much else to talk about in this movie. Honestly. Yo, it's just. I mean, unless we go super nitpicky. I mean, we could talk about just the fairy godmother's plan and how how it was executed because okay, get, it was actually a really clever plan. It was. Yeah, they didn't have a stupid villain, which was really nice for yeah. a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just <laughs> Prince Charming was—he did not even bother trying to be a convincing Shrek. He no, was, no. He was, <laughs> no. No, oh Fiona's my delaying the kiss at the end. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> she knew something was up. <clears throat> oh, that song goodness. was also really well done. Hero, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the, and that was like the villain's musical number too. Yeah, yeah it's just. That's what I mean, the villains get all the best stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I guess there isn't too much no. to talk about yeah. in this. Yeah, it's a really good, well put together movie. And ninety percent of it is jokes, so there's not much else to cut through. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. It's simple. It works. Yeah. It's a very good sequel. It mm-hmm. builds on the last movie. It doesn't actually just retread. That's something that's worth talking about. Is it mm. does not retread anything the first movie does, right. as far as I really notice. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm trying to think of movies that do that off the top of my head now, where the first movie, the second movie is. Basically, just the first movie all over again. The Incredibles two. No, no, no. Incredibles two was a different. Yeah. Was it though? Yeah, yeah, it was. Did it was... they just flip it so now it's the mom that does what the dad did in the first one? Well, yeah, I'm sorry. Incredibles two. Yes, the mom was doing what the dad was doing, but it's more like the character beats are different. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's kind of what's important, right? Okay, because was Incredibles one again? I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing for doing that. Like, they did it well, so... I thought the movie was really funny. Yeah. The script was definitely half-baked for that one, but the jokes weren't. (laughs) I want to be a superhero. Defines who I am. Like, where did you hear that? I I don't know. Some guy said on TV. (laughs) The greatest joke from Incredibles 2. The very end of the movie. It's like, she's arrested now. Well, no, she's rich, so she's just going to get out. Yeah. I audibly groaned in the theater when I heard that. Oh, was so, I was like, "Whoa!" That was way too real. That was good, that, but it was that good was, though. It cut way too deep. Oh but my okay, goodness! Our sequels, I do pretty much the first movie, Independence Day, Independence Day Two. Mm. Oh yeah, that was a bad Pacific sequel. Rim. Pacific Rim. 2. Yeah, it was equally okay. bad sequel. Did not see either of them. <laughs> no, oh, the Independence Day two. two sequels. Yeah. Okay, um, what else is there? 
the top of my head. With bad se- Matrix and The Matrix 2. It's <laughs> also mm-hmm. equally bad. I'm trying to think what like there's there's a lot there's a lot of movies who have just like you such a really great sequel what the second Spider-Man one from the Sam Raimi oh yeah that was Spider-Man two is really mm-hmm. good uh, yeah it's a great sequel uh, why did I for some reason why did I think you were gonna say High School Musical <laughs> <laughs> okay right High School Musical High School Musical two High yeah. School Musical two wasn't bad though. <laughs> I did. It was a long time ago. I don't know if I even hate High School Musical because I just I just I was re- in high school when those came out. Yeah, I just like remember me was. getting mad when Troy and Gabriella are singing like they're breaking up and they got to go no, their own way. Just, and no. I'm like, no, no. I was just more like it because the High School Musical two was based off of the summer, right? Yeah. And I was like, you guys are still gonna see each other in school in September, like. What is happening? They were, they were singing to each other like this is the last time they'll ever see each other again. <laughs> it's, like, it's super melodrama. <laughs> that that's just all I remember from that. But I yeah, no. Wait. In High School Musical, they had like giant posters of their like high school student athletes, and I just don't think that happened. No, that does not happen in real high schools. I don't think. I've got it. Iron Man, Iron Man two, yes. Iron Man three, Iron Man the. As good as Iron Man is in the Avengers, his standalone movies, barring the first, sucked. Yeah. They're all just yeah. repeats of the same problems. Actually. Over over, That's yeah. like different things. I mean, I think like the Marvel movies had that problem in general at the beginning with most of their movies, didn't they? Mm, Captain America. Captain America Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is a way better movie yeah. than the first yeah. one. Yeah. They just redid the, the first one, but better. It's not even the same plot points. Mm-hmm. So but also in Winter Soldier, where Captain America basically kills like five people, but we're just gonna gloss. And then he says he doesn't kill. We'll just gloss over that. I mean, Batman doesn't kill. Uh, <laughs> until Zack Snyder gets a hold of him. <laughs> there is a scene where Captain America literally like breaks a dude's back, like spine off the railings of the ship, dude, and just like tosses him overboard. I'm like. You can't swim with a broken back. That doesn't happen. Dude, it's okay. They're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like apparently how we justify old people being They're the bad heels. guys. They're the bad guys. <laughs> like, we can argue Shrek turned a whole bunch of people in this movie into pigeons. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to bring that up. You don't see Fairy Godmother trying to turn them back. They, but they have health insurance, right? So it's fine. What happened they to the nights dental. that they left puss fighting? They're probably fine. Yeah. They got some real bad scratches. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, you remember I'm... how he's like using his tiny sword against like five swords? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was like it's not just... supposed to make sense. <laughs> That's so stupid. I know what I was thinking of though. I was actually thinking of the Dresden Files because the second book is literally just the first book with the same plot beats but different villains subbed mm. in, right? Yeah. That, That's what I was thinking of. That was the strongest one in my mind. And it's kind of why I was thinking about it in the first place, but I really don't like it when sequels do that. Oh, this character and this character had great development. They were enemies at first, and now they're working together. Oh, yeah. And Hobbs then, and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the next movie, and they're back to square one. Yeah. It's like something Literally, stupid again, happens. Literally, again, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. oh, my God. I have to roll up my sleeves. Go for it. <laughs> How many minutes do we have left? We have about 20. All right, let me talk 15, to you about 15, Riverdale. Yeah, 15. Riverdale is the worst show I've ever witnessed because of exactly that. I gave up on Riverdale. There's this episode. Dude. Dude. 
<laughs> like, I am dude. so frustrated. He's like, dude. Are you still watching it? No, I'm not. There's <laughs> a lot of mana can gestures coming out of Hoochie right oh, now. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, essentially what happened, spoiler alert, don't watch Riverdale, terrible, trash, but, <laughs> but, they're like, you know, it's like certain high school, you got the mean girl, popular girl, nerd, all this stuff, right? Cool. Right. So, there's a football player, mm-hmm. does bad things, you know, douchey okay. things, you know? So, then the episode comes out like, hey, he's been date raping girls. Okay. Really messed up. And like, you know, all the girls come together, it's like we're gonna work together, bring him down. Mm-hmm. Cool, right? End of the episode, it's like the whole have like the whole like, you know what? There are bigger threats in this world than our little drama and all this stuff, right? Right. We should actually work together, be better people, help each other out, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Really great wholesome moment. Mm-hmm. Quite literally the next episode. They're fighting. I it. hate her. Yeah, it's back to mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my god, it's like my seventh grade class all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's based off a of reality then, I guess, yeah. in a way. Oh, in your seventh That was middle school though. So <laughs> <laughs> my high school I do better. Oh my goodness. In your high school, did someone say to get back at that friend we don't like, we're gonna go clubbing with the football player who was date raping people? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I know they're not handling certain subject matter with the. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Care, greenness, gravity, gravity. gravity. That's the, the right seriousness word to use, of what yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> I'm just gonna say this now because based off of that, the one of the shows I've been watching who puts who has great consequences or puts great gravity on things like sexual assault. Is Arrested Development? <laughs> because, Never watched it. <laughs> because literally, they have the Sun Valley is just like a bunch of housing developments, and they just put all the sex offenders there. So, <laughs> this is like so, the bad lobby you get put into. When yeah, literally. Video so, games. and <laughs> no one wants to live in Sun Valley. So, she's <laughs> so. face palming. I'm laughing because four guys had to close the cheating island. <laughs> Cheaters for cheaters to find games, <laughs> which is both funny and not funny at the same time. And oh then for the cheaters to get off the cheating island, mm-hmm. they just had to join a friend's party who weren't cheating. Oh my god! <laughs> the worst anti-cheating in a video game. Ever. Oh my goodness! So the sorry, just to curve back a little bit here. Yeah. This movie Shrek Two also kind of played off the whole McDonald's thing, right? With the drive-thru? Yes. Oh, that was, Which I thought was... was McDonald's. Was it Fred Boys? It was McDonald's. It, I, 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 that was 100% McDonald's. Yeah. There's another burger joint like, similar to that. Yeah, but the toy is McDonald's. The toy is definitely McDonald's. <laughs> oh, it's just like conglomerate of all American Yeah, well, that's foods. a pretty dangerous toy, but... <laughs> I mean, he's a grown man. That was yeah. a big axe. It's a toy for a grown man. <laughs> that was like 20-something. That was a big axe. And then she throws it to the king at the end. Yeah. yeah. Handle it. <laughs> Hands him a lethal weapon. She's oh, like, what am I goodness. supposed to do? She's like, use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my So he employed a cat. Yeah. To kill Shrek. I love that scene where he goes into the room and all you see is like glowing eyes. eyes. So you think it's going to be more intense. <laughs> well, that's what I mean, right? Is they set him up to be such an awesome character. And he is. He's right. Like, but, great character. Yourself would be like this Listen, terrifying character. The, the 
quote Pulp Fiction but censored. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not even the same league. That's not even the same sport. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I have a little bit of an activity actually. I was gonna wait till like the ten minute mark, Go but it's it. forty right now. So, uh, essentially, I am going to do this thing where I will call out just two. It could be Disney, could be Pixar, could be whatever. Similar characters in terms of the amount of comedy or content they bring. And right off the bat, you guys have to go who you think is funnier between those two okay. characters. All right. I'm right? on you right now. I don't watch enough movies. <laughs> I mean, it's basically, it's like, you. it's probably movies you've seen, right? Like okay. Disney, Pixar, whichever. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go little at first. So I'll go Donkey from Shrek or Marty from Madagascar. You know, two similar characters. Marty? Marty's the zebra. Zebra. Yeah. zebra. Oh, donkey. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that was just yeah. an easy, that was just an easy start, right? Uh, okay. I'll go, hmm, Puss in Boots or King Julian? Puss in Boots, Boots all the way. Yeah. King Julian is nothing on Puss in Boots. <laughs> Look at what you would have like, written down in list of these. Yeah. yeah, well, I was. I did, but I just can't find my piece of paper that I wrote well, down on. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of pieces of paper <laughs> here. I don't know where I put it. I'm just re- trying to remember off the top of my head where I, ha- where I had them. Uh, all right, no, we'll keep going. Uh, let's go again. Who... What was, the, what was the other one I had? Uh, <laughs> see, this is the problem with going off the top of your head. head yeah, but you needed to, you needed to have I, down. Yeah, I, I did have it written down. I just can't find my paper. <laughs> okay, but I do remember having... Oh, right. Um, oy. Olaf or Genie? Genie? Genie from Aladdin. Genie. Oh. See, That's a good question. Genie. I'm indifferent on both of them. I'll be honest. Okay, here's the thing. I'm Olaf. Answer this. Yeah, Olaf is from Frozen. Yeah. So I know that. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll do this first before I watch Frozen. Mm-hmm. I thought I would really dislike Olaf. Okay. But he's actually a pretty good character. Yeah, Olaf, really he's like pretty him. funny. Yeah. But it's genie. Yeah. So see, here's the problem I have. It's Robin Williams. I had to watch Genie as portrayed by Will Smith, I think. Right. In that live action, so. And I oh, it just kind of dampened it for yeah, you. Yeah, so I haven't seen Genie in mm-hmm. true form in like over a decade. Right. And I just watched Frozen 2, which was <laughs> Olaf's character. So Olaf in Frozen 2 was very. It was in a constant existential existential crisis. <laughs> See, I, 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 I'm using this phrase way too much, but mm-hmm. half baked. Half, yeah. Holy hell, they yeah. needed to polish that script. Well, they needed to. It was actually very confusing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It's like okay, so. This is. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say my second last comparison. Uh, fairy godmother or Scar? Scar. Who's funnier? Wait, funnier? Like who's just more? I just think entertaining. I like the fairy godmother more, just because of how she's sort of like this m- weird mix, right? Mm. Fairy godmother is the funnier character. Scar is the better villain, in my opinion. Yeah. See, yeah. I agree. I guess what I like about the Fairy Godmother in particular and the Shrek franchise. Oh, well, let me backtrack here actually. What okay. I dislike about the Fre- Shrek franchise is the toilet humor. The toilet okay. humor just doesn't land for me. It didn't <laughs> land for me as a kid either. I yeah. remember that much, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't like Shrek as much. But now that I rewatched it, I caught like the subtler okay. uh, bits of the humor in it. Um, what I really do like about Shrek is how it like, superimposes uh, sort of 
modern things on top of fairy tale stuff. Right. Like the fact that they go to a happy meal (laughs) in a flying cart with a fairy Mm -hmm. and Prince Charming is just hilarious to me because that's not a situation you should be in, right? That's true. Um, Yeah. So that really amuses me. Mm -hmm. The fact that the fairy godmother has a factory that makes potions in an industrial (laughs) fashion is really funny to me. But the tenth fart joke is just not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think that's the other half of it, right? Is the second half of the movie had a lot more of that sort of, I don't want to call it deeper humor, mm-hmm. but at least there's sort of a, at least it had a layer to it. Yeah. Whereas the first half of the movie was a lot of fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's too ready. Okay, yeah, last one. As you're saying that, wait, let me just okay. point this out. As yeah. you're saying that, like the way that they were building worked, mm-hmm. it reminds me of Bright. Just oh, way yeah. Except... Shrek didn't take itself seriously, so it worked. Yes. Right? If Bright had been a comedy, it would have been fine. Yeah. But Bright tried to be serious. Mm -hmm. All right. Last one. You guys ready? Mushu from Mulan or Edna from The Incredibles? Oh, Edna. Edna. (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a very tough one. No capes. (laughs) Mushu is great. But Edna's also amazing. Mushu or Edna? It's I feel like the people listening in too would kind of be like, I don't know, it's hard. Ooh, that's so hard because, <laughs> yo, Mushu carried that movie. Yeah. But Edna's great. It's like, no capes. <laughs> Can resist temperatures up to 6,000 degrees or something along those lines. And she's just torching the suit that the baby's going to be in. I'm like, that is some yeah. super villain stuff right there. It was like, was like, like combustion movie. imminent. What does that mean? It means fire, oh, yeah. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> mode machine gun pops out of the ceiling <laughs> and, <laughs> and guest <laughs> and guest oh my goodness that's Edna another was, one too Edna was great it's Ooh. like Edna or, you know or then you go dishonor on you dishonor on your cow dishonor on your family it's like I'm not a lizard I don't do that tongue thing that <laughs> drag good I, I'm not a lizard I don't do that tongue thing <laughs> wait isn't Mushi also Eddie Murphy yes Mushi or when she tries to hit uh, the leader of the Mongols with the cannon, and she it goes towards the mountain instead. And Mushu's like, "You missed! How could you miss? He was right in front of you." <laughs> not knowing she was actually aiming for yeah. the mountain, not the which again. I, I know we reviewed Mulan like what like last week. Just oh, we told so much, point. just animation so much better. Yeah. I sent you guys snippets of it, right? And it's just, just. So much better. Yeah. Just, just yeah. So, the animated Mulan is just so much better. There was a uh, video Wait. I saw that was Lion King with like the live action yeah. quotes, well, with deep fakes mm-hmm. combined with the uh, hand drawn animation. Yeah. So, aside from the fact that it had some really uncanny valley stuff going on with it, yeah. I feel like had it been done by actual animators, it would look really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because it was so expressive. Mm-hmm. The yeah. hand animation was amazing, expressive. Mm hmm. But I'm going to say something that everyone's going to hate. Imagine if Shrek was owned by Disney. It might 20, have not. It, wait, wait yeah. 2023 Shrek live action. Oh, no. I don't oh, want that. Oh, that would not <laughs> I do not I want that. Shrek <laughs> I do not That's want that. I want to see. <laughs> oh, a real Shrek would actually be frightening. Oh, my goodness. I would not want that <laughs> not. at all. It'd be like that YouTube series, Shrek is Love. <laughs> and for whoever doesn't know what Shrek is Love... Don't fuck it up. If you look it up, you will have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen no. Shrek is Love? Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen it. Oh, my goodness. 
So I'm I'm actually pushing that last question to the people listening in right now. Just you guys got to tell us who you decide is better or funnier rather. You know, Mushu or Edna. That I actually want to know. I'm gonna put that on our Instagram just to see what. Is there any other like I don't want to say animal sidekicks, but animal characters that don't speak in these animated movies? This crickets. Cricket doesn't speak, yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, Toothless is obviously the iconic. Toothless does. Yeah. He's iconic, right? Toothless doesn't talk, yeah. Uh But anyone else? Uh, The rat from Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. He He does speak, though. Just not to people. Uh, But not to people. Yeah. So technically, yes, technically. Wally. Wally doesn't speak. Wally's a great Oh, my God. I just cornered myself. Because those are... The first, what, half hour of Mm Wally is... Like the pinnacle of storytelling, yeah. <laughs> it is. They, it is. They told a very rich, immersive, like introduction to the world mm-hmm. with no dialogue. Yeah. Yo, let me let me start dunking on Mulan again. The first thirty minutes of Wally is better than Mulan. Mm. But like the, the live, first, we need to separate live action from. Um, we we all know which Mulan. I'm yeah. About. Okay. The first five minutes of Up. Best oh yeah. Yeah. That was good too. How do you write a bad story in five minutes? Then well, how long was one? Two hours? You actually yeah. understand story structure for a start. <laughs> also, I feel like th- th- Mulan was just—it th- was just a money grab, right? Oh, hundred like, percent. You saw it on my post on our on our well, channel. I was like, it was just a, a cow to milk. My <laughs> you know? so. a conspiracy theory here is that they were doing it to keep it from entering public domain. Mm. Yeah, to push it forward. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Also, Loki, because this is great news. The movie Soul. It's dropping for free on Disney Plus. On oh, it's not free, but if you have Disney Plus, you can watch it mm-hmm. without paying thirty four bucks. Oh, Mulan. No, so What's the that? Jamie Foxx movie. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah, it looks like it's gonna be really good. That mm-hmm. one right looks now, good. They were, they advertised it during the NBA finals, so okay. I was like, it might be good. It has oh, potential. One hundred percent right now on RT. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it did. I I mean, even from watching the trailers, I I thought it would be good. I love every it's from the comment that he's like, oh, I'm gonna cry while watching this movie. Yeah, it's from the same uh, producers who made um, Inside Out, so. Like and Inside Out was pretty good, so that's so also that's probably that something yeah. we sh- we maybe should do another time, just a while from now. But yeah, no, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, we're we're basically done. Uh, I okay. guess Erica, do you want to add anything? No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite Disney movie? Or Pixar, or just all I that was general. Say how to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yours, <laughs> right? DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah. Disney. I mean, just I DreamWorks, animated. Disney, just yeah. animated in general. I mean, Mike's is How to Train, how to train Dragon. Dragon. Always will be. Everyone knows what mine is. It, I literally have a poster of it. Spider-Man it's into Spider-Man. it's into the Spider Verse. I'm uh, going for Weeb. Kimi no Nawa. Oh my oh, god. Your name. <laughs> I I love that. We're movie. talking like Western, for, at least for now. Just like, is it animated? Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> so fight me! <laughs> oh my goodness! Gucci's standing just his ground. Pulls out his anime just out he of is nowhere. planting his flag. <laughs> I will die on this hill. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't okay, know. I have to choose my so like Western into Spider Verse yeah. into Spider Verse as well. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't Erica. Really have a favorite. It changes by the week. Yeah. Yeah. It changes by the week. Depends what movie yeah. you're in. Because before Into the Spider Verse, mine was The Lion King, right? I, I also really like Tarzan, but like. Right, let's, let's yes. wrap this up. All right, cool. Um, so over on Northern Critic, we rate and review our films using a coordinate system uh, North for good writing and South for bad writing. Uh, in a similar sense, we have East for good cinematography, style, whatever. West, if 
sorry, East, West if that's good, East if that's bad. So a really good movie would be a North East. Yes, and a really bad... <laughs> We're on Podcast 40, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> a, really good, a really good movie would be Northeast, and a really bad movie would be Southwest. Uh, yeah, just rapid fire. Okay, I'm going to go... Writing is... Two-thirds of the way up. I'm not even looking at a map right now. Okay. And the cinematography stuff is gonna be like straight neutral okay because i, th- I thought the animation was fine the mm-hmm. actors did a great job but nobody was standout-ish mm-hmm. uh so the writing could have been better but that first half kind of dampened the movie for me okay yeah. cool algeria that's your country yeah okay okay <laughs> that was like two fills away up algeria okay. mm-hmm. rapid fire would you go tunisia tunisia yep. <laughs> okay I agree countries. all right cool i do not know let me push further up we'll go italy okay really italy? good writing yeah really fun there are some moments of like maybe could have been like stressed out and mm-hmm. drama brought it down a bit, but really great. Okay, animation doesn't stand out too much for me, but hey, I don't care. This movie is really fun. Okay, Erica, I'd give it a northeast, just not fully like each way because I think there are parts where the writing could be better. Mm-hmm. I'm not picky on cinematography. I'm not a movie critic. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess so Erica I'll... goes Egypt. Yeah, I guess we just to get to like pretty. Yeah, yeah, I would just I would go northeast as well. To be honest, like mm-hmm. probably Egypt or like Greece, the Mediterranean. Yeah, that general area is pretty good. This movie was good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. Um, you can catch us on. Our website, which is northerncritic.com. Again, that's northerncritic.com. Jeez, my words. Um, And you can also find us on Instagram, which is at northerncriticumfm. And And you can find us on Twitter, northern underscore critic. Yep, pretty much. And uh, we don't have enough time to plug anything right now because we're literally running on fumes. But yeah, no, pretty much. I think that's it for this week. So catch us next week. We don't know what we're reviewing next week. We'll it might be it a Halloween special, I guess. Oh, at that point, let's uh, just do it. We could do. We could do. Yeah, I, I want to do. I like. Something. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Cool but, stuff. Yeah. All right. Till next cool. Week. Stay Til next safe. Week. Yep. Bye. Peace. <laughs>